welcome back to 95 Bellevue. We've got myself, Sage, and Jenny C. We just got back from an awesome, awesome kayaking trip with Stephen Jones. It was so good. It was awesome. It was fun. I loved it. We did about 20 miles up the Eel River. Mm -hmm. So that was really fun. And it turned out to be an amazing day. It was like the best day in Humboldt. Not too hot. It was a little chilly in the morning, but it was it was amazing. It it really was, and I think it's a, it's awesome that like that we're recording a podcast, and you're like it was the best day ever. But it started off with you tried to leave your house and your car wasn't working. <laughs> it it started off not the best, but I just love that because you weren't like my car breaking down is like ruining my whole entire day. Like you continued on, and we went to our trip, and we were only two minutes late. Two wow, yeah, that was pretty cool that we were only two minutes late. We we're trying to get there at seven. We showed up at 7.02. And we were on the water, paddling <laughs> away by 7.30. And we had awesome, fun time. And your car was frosty, so it was cold. Yeah, she was a little chilly. Me and Sydney, were, we, we started, and then I was like, oh, we're running late. So I, I just hurried and, like, got it going, like, you know, when you do the little winch wiper things to keep it, get mm -hmm. all the ice off. So that's mm -hmm. what I did. And then we got, like, halfway down the street, and it started, like, the check engine light came on and started flashing, and I was like, no, Sydney, I know what to do here. So I'm like, get, <laughs> like, get Jenny on. She knows how to sing it for us. Because so, when my old car, Cammy was breaking down, I just, I mean, I took a little bit of anointing oil and you just put on the engine and there uh -huh. you go. And she ran from Wyoming to Redding. <laughs> so anyone out there who's having some car troubles, you all you need is a little bit of, don't even you don't even need anointing oil. You just need some olive. I took olive oil out of my house and I was like, no, you, I got to get to Redding. This is what you work. Fix yourself, and guess what? Put the hood down, slap some oil on there. <laughs> said, "Fix yourself," <laughs> and she ran. She got me all the way to Reading. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Didn't work this time, but I'm believing that when I get home, it will be warm and she'll be ready to go. That'll so, be awesome. in the name of Jesus, she's gonna work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Won't he do it? As he, he always, always does. <laughs> he always does. In one way or another, he always does it. Anyway, back to kayaking. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, the first time I went, we saw otters, and I was kind of bummed. Every time now, I you look for the otters, and I and I get like, oh, man, we didn't see him this time. But we saw otters. Steve, first time we went, Steve caught a goose, a baby gosling. He caught one? Yeah, he, like, had it in his hand. Oh, he was trying to that. return it to its family, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how We're gonna that We're going to believe it out. got back to its family. <laughs> it was so beautiful. The mist. Yeah. It was just like no a picturesque morning. Even though it was super freezing and cold, it was it was great. Yeah. I loved it. So fun. But we also have an Instagram and we also have an email that I Ooh. always want to plug because we want your feedback more. We want to interact with you more. We just want to like you, we want to catch up with you and make sure that you see what we're doing and we can see what you're doing. So our Instagram is at ninety five Bellevue Podcast. No underscores, no nothing, just that. So give us a follow. We post. We're trying to post a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And our email is, I'm going to get it right. It's 95bellviewpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Done. One take. That's all we needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> and the only feedback we've heard from our last episode was that people either don't mind, didn't yeah. notice, or liked the traffic noise. Yeah. So listen again. Let us know because today we are recording in the middle of the day instead of at... 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> it, it always feels like 10 o'clock at night. It's probably like 8 or 9 yeah. though. Depending on... Yeah. Anyway, so let us know if it bugs you because we like it yeah. so far. We've got the windows open in here. It's a sunny day. It's I like amazing. it when a Harley rolls by and it's all like... It's kind of... We're just... We're flowing with it. This is natural. This is all raw. That's how it's going. <laughs> Anyways, we've had a beautiful day. We've been up since the crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. Lots of coffee. This is my first cup of the day, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah, you didn't get mm -hmm. coffee. We were going to go to Starbucks, but Malin decided to... She wanted to sleep in today, so mm. we parked her at home, and we're saying... Too early. Sleep in a little bit. Spring break for her. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's fine. I want spring break back. I'm on spring break right now, and I love it. Nikina just uh, is a senior, and so this is her last spring break ever, and... I keep reminding her of that. Yeah. Like, are you having fun on your last spring break ever? As a high school student? Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? Like, you have a 
teenager who's going to be an adult pretty soon. She is an adult. Oh, she's, she's already 18? Yeah, she turned 18 in September. <gasps> that's right, that's I'm right. I'm a parent of a grown person, I physically. I saying that. Legally, I guess I should say. Yeah. How does that feel, though, to be like, you've, like, she's, I don't know. How, that, how does that feel to be like a parent of a like I just who's ran an be 18 done. year marathon yeah and I and I just crossed the finish line <laughs> it, it's <laughs> and I'm still cheering myself on six months later I'm like I kept you alive for 18 years <laughs> it, it's your turn now you passed the baton where's my party <laughs> I want a party I want a parade I want a new car I want coffee every day I want breakfast in bed <laughs> my mom was reading a book because like I mean she basically has three grown adult children Sydney's the only one and she kind of acts like an adult anyway so mm-hmm. But uh, she was reading a book because she was, like, something about how, like, all these parenting books are for, like, when kids are little. But none of the parenting books say, like, you only get them for, they're only little for so long. And, like, the most of the time that you're spending with them is when they're adults. Yeah. So, like, how do you navigate that life? How do we navigate, you know? That's actually a really good idea because that's hard. Yeah, I think she found one, but she said it was super interesting because, like, most any type, any type of like podcast or sermon or anything is like how to keep them when they're little. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you're with the kids, but she's like, how do you keep them alive when they're little? Or like, <laughs> you know, how to do it, like what to yeah. do thing. And then like she was, but she was going, but wait, but like this is fun too, like being with adult kids, yeah. and I'm gonna be with you guys a lot longer than I was when you were little, and you can all, we can all like respond and do more things together because we're gonna be older, and then we're gonna have families someday and how that like navigating that and all like you mm-hmm. know christmases and all that fun stuff like we're kind of starting our own little pact which is kind of cool to mm-hmm. watch happen it's kind of happening in our family like my cousins that i grew up with are now they're having their some of them are married having kids and then they're having birthday parties and christmas and traditions at their houses and we're all kind of branching out and this was the first christmas that i feel like a lot of our family kind of was like we're gonna do our own thing mm-hmm. partially because of covid we just stayed you know kind of away a little bit but then partially because we're all doing our own traditions now we're all kind of growing a little bit like growing our own families like making our own traditions doing stuff and i think it's super cool like at this it's sad but at the super at the same time it's really fun to like Mm -hmm. see everybody running in their own little yeah their own little thing and then we all get back together again and there's a hundred million of us and it's really fun and we all get to talk and it's <laughs> Now like we, we don't have holidays together. Now it'll just be like family reunions. Kind of. It's good. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, at this point we're going to need one. But it's just super fun to like be in this chapter of life almost. Yeah. Not as if I'm like married and have kids, but like yeah, because looking forward to Because that. having books about that type of stuff is like, is cool, but it's like, you know, three, five, eight years of their life. The, the coolest, for me, the coolest part of parenting was when I could leave the house without having to pack a diaper bag or get a car seat <laughs> or make sure that I had an extra set of clothes. I, I adopted her so I didn't breastfeed or anything, so I had to make sure I had food. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had more than one blowout at the mall where I had to go to <laughs> place and had to purchase new clothes because I... <laughs> Either I didn't pack the diaper bag or I did I thought this stuff was in there that was not on the diaper bag. Oh gosh, that is the grossest thing I could think of. Yeah, there was there was things that happened, but anyway. But yeah, I mean nobody writes books about like transitioning to having an adult in your house. And and most of the people that I talk to are kind of from a different mindset than I am because like I have always been like ever since she was probably like twelve, it's been like, hey man, Right now I'm making the decisions about what goes on, but eventually you're going to be making the decisions. So, so, like, really trying to make sure that she's, like, prepared to be able to make decisions when she's older. Yeah. And so, like, we're at this part where, like, she's 18, she still lives in, in our house, and so we're sort of, we want her to have freedom to, like, manage her own life, but we don't but we also have to have boundaries for our own selves and and you know it's just weird because she's in high school and she's still like the whole thing is just weird yeah but I don't want to be the I don't want to I don't want to be like some of the stuff I've seen you know a helicopter mom I don't even know what that is that means like you're always hovering you're always like I'm always around no, I do not want to be the helicopter mom, but I do want to, like, in life, because I only have one kid, and I always tell well, her, yeah. if you ever move to Peru, I guess I'm moving to Peru, because... <laughs> Rod, we're packing up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you moved away, and then Savannah moved away, and and I and I, I feel like your parents were probably like, should we, or shouldn't yeah. we? And then they, were, they ended up staying, and then you guys both came back. Well, and- I know my mom and dad, when we both moved away, because... 
we were both away at, I mean, kind of the same time, but like mm-hmm. m- I was in Wyoming and Savannah was in Arizona. Right. And my mom and dad really like, I know, I remember my mom saying like, no, if like, if you're going to be like, say they didn't know if we were going to live there forever. They didn't right. know what was going to happen. Nobody so, knew. Yeah. So I didn't know. And so it was, they made it super, um, just like a thing that they were going to, it, we were only, we were going to see each other. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be a one time a year at Christmas or every, you hear those stories of like, I haven't seen my parents in five years. I haven't seen my kid in five years. You know, they were like, absolutely not. We are not living this life. Right. We will make it work. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool how, honestly, I don't know how it worked out, but I saw them. I was coming either back here every couple months. I think the longest I went was like six months mm-hmm. of not seeing anybody. And of either them coming to Wyoming or me coming here. And it just, it worked out perfectly in my schedule. I mean, I could work from anywhere, you know, on my computer or whatever, which made it awesome. But it was, it was just something that they were like, absolutely not. We are not living a life where we don't see you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was super, that was part of it. They were just like, nope, we're not doing it. And then they made it work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think you just got to figure out what, what what's the important part about that? Yeah. Like if that's not important, like if it's seeing each other at Christmas is the important, it, then do it. But right. some people well, it's, it's like not, it's sometimes it's not an important thing. Sometimes it's just that uh, that's how it happens it, to work. And that out. yeah, some people you can't know. do that, and I get that. Like I I think I'm the oldest. I stayed, and then my one sister that's a year and a half younger than me, she was the first to leave the area I think actually you know what it might have been my brother went in the Navy my little sister went in the Navy and then my other sister moved to Alabama and then now they kind of like all just like one's in Washington one's in Maryland yeah. one's in Idaho and and I stayed and so it just kind of you know if you had and then I think my, my mom did foster care for a while so it just kind of depends on how how it goes. You know, when kids go to the yeah. military, there you can't You can't around. go, yeah, you can't be like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> get a bag. But I know Nikina's not doing that. And and yeah. I and the other thing I know, because I, when I said something about her spring break, when I was like, oh, unless you work at a school, she was like, oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't want to work at a school? No. She's so funny. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm like, I only have one kid, so if you move to, and she's like, why do you always pick Peru? I'm like, I have no idea. Maybe I want to go there. I don't know. Maybe I'm hinting. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Was, I like that. It is way funny. <laughs> I mean, school schedules are the bomb because it's a lot of work, but, like, teachers have an amazing, like, schedule. It's, it's a ton of work for them. Like, they are... And we need teachers at our school, so if you know anybody that's in the Christian education interest... Yeah. Send them uh, our way. Arena. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Aids, uh, teachers, whatever. Yeah. I think Volunteers. We need, <laughs> I think we need two teachers. Yeah. It's a great school. It is. It's so amazing. I mean, I, I work there. My mom works there. Both of my grandmas work there. You know, we mm-hmm. know every. You're on the board. I yeah. I'm you're on the board. board so I coached basketball. We've done. We've done everything. <laughs> I went to school there. It's New Life Christian School, and so it's great. And but yeah, teachers have an amazing schedule because mm-hmm. I'm on spring break right now, and oh, it's so nice. And then I'm like, wow, summer, three whole months of mm-hmm. nothing. This is great. <laughs> but anywho. Anywho, what's our topic today? We are talking, well, we wanted to talk about how old is too old for anything, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to just bring this up and we were kind of talking on our little kayaking adventure today. We were kind of talking it through being like, I was like, I want my, my vision for this, this episode is for people to listen and go, I feel hopeful. Like, I feel like I'm not too young. I feel like I'm not too old. I feel like I'm not too whatever for whatever I'm going through, whatever, if it's the job, if it's the hobby, anything. Like, I want people to feel like they can do it because I think we both agreed, like, well, I've agreed with myself that age is, and my mom says it all the time. She's like, you're no, 99 is old. Anything other than that is not old. You can do whatever you want until, like, basically until you're dead. Well, it's funny because you are with first, second graders. First, second, yeah, first, second, all third, the fourth. Yeah. And I'm sure that you're 22. I'm sure that they're probably like, oh, Sage is old. Sometimes, like, but sometimes they talk to me. Usually, the first and second grader will talk to me, and they'll they think they they think I'm kind of like one of them too. Mm-hmm. Like, I might be, like, their older brother type of a way. Oh, gotcha. The, the, the fourth grader, third and fourth graders, they're a little bit more, like, old man. Like, 
you don't, you know, sometimes they'll say something and I'll be like, I'll laugh at it. And they're like, you know what that means? I'm like, heck yeah, I know what that means. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm not a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I re- I totally remember Nick and his friends thinking that I was old when I was 30. And I remember when I was a kid thinking that 30 year olds were old. But yeah. then, but th- now that I'm 43, I'm like, oh no, I'm not old. When I was 30, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get old when I'm like, 70 or whatever mm-hmm. and now now that I'm 43 I'm like I'm gonna get old when I'm like 85 I don't I don't know when I'm gonna think I'll decide when I'm gonna get old though when, when you reach it'll be when you get it it's gonna be a long time I just I look at some people and I'm like I don't know I look at I was looking at like on Sunday everyone worshiping and I was like oh my gosh our church is a little older you know there's some like there's majority older people like older than me um and I was just kind of looking around and I was like I, I always watch Lucy. She's so sweet. I love watching her, like, just worship and, like, come to church and do her thing. And I'm like, she is just so inspirational to me, like, just, just watching her. Because she has, she knows what she's here for. She knows what she's doing. And she's not letting, like, age or anything like that stop her from doing what she knows she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I want that. Like, I, I, I want to be running with that for, like, my whole life. Lucy's the one that told me that if you don't grow up by the time you're 50, you don't have to. There you go. And so I'm, I'm like seven years <laughs> like left. I'm almost there. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I love that. Yeah. I love Lucy. She's awesome. I love Lucy. She is amazing. <laughs> but we're just, I don't know. I just, I was wanting to like, if. So what makes you, what makes us even be interested in this topic? Because we care about people. I've just seen too many times where I feel like people disqualify themselves because of age mm-hmm. or assume that other people are going to disqualify them because of age. And we just kind of want to break that down and yeah. be like, no. I used to do it to myself. Like on the flip side, I used to do it to myself all the time as like being too young for something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm too young to do that. I'm not experienced enough to do that. Or I would never get picked for doing that job or something like that. And it's like, no, if if he tells you to go do it, then you best be going to do it. What's that scripture that's in the bathroom at the school? Uh, and it's not. Uh, oh, it's in the girls' bathroom. I was bathroom. like, I'm you not never, sure. I'm you not, would never, I don't know. You wouldn't know that. I just realized that. Um, it's in the girls' bathroom at the at the school. It's First Timothy four twelve. Let no one despise your youth, but set an example to all believers that in what you say, the way you live, and in your love, and in your faith, and in your purity, to not let to to not let people look down on you because you're because of your youth. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. I love that that's there. I forgot it was in the girls' bathroom, though, so you haven't <laughs> seen it in the, in the boys' bathroom. Um, yeah, I think that that's, that's super important to tell, like, to let people know, like, little ones know, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're always, I don't know, it's super cool to see with, like, little kids in, like, first and second grade, third and fourth, because they're still, they're still at that point where they believe they can do anything, because no one's really told them that they can't. Mm-hmm. And it's a special age to be, like, around all the time, because it gets you hopeful, mm-hmm. where it's like, I can do that, I can do that too, if you, like, it's, it's infectious almost, like, it's like, I feel them, like, believing they can do whatever they want, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Or I, I don't need to disqualify myself from anything because you're not disqualifying yourself from anything. So mm-hmm. I, and you think the same of me. You think I could do whatever I want because you, you know, they're looking up to me or whatever. So it, it's kind of cool. I, I really have enjoyed this year. Mm-hmm. It's helped me like realize, no, I can, I can put my, if I put my mind to it, I can, I can do it. Like it's, I'm not getting disqualified because of my age or inexperience, you know, some mm-hmm. things I have to, you have to realize like. Sometimes just youth just brings a fresh perspective, just a fresh infusion into yeah. whatever it is. And I think it's super important for kids to, to know that and to actually have adults around them that show them that that's actually true. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, su- it's, um. It's crazy to to think of how many people and how many things we've disqualified ourselves from because we either believe that we're too young, too old, or we believe that other people think that, and mm-hmm. so we, we start believing that what they're thinking is true. And the thing about our beliefs is that if we believe them, then we act as if they are true. Yeah. So our beliefs and the way that we believe about things is super, super important. If we really believe that we can do whatever we want, I mean... 
I'm I'm honestly really not gonna play in the WNBA. <laughs> like I'm 43. I'm I'm overweight. I love basketball, but I'm not gonna play in the WNBA. So like that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But if I have a mindset of I really can do whatever I want, I could change careers. I could um, become a doctor. I could become a scientist. I could walk on the moon, or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is. It's, I mean within. Within reason-ish, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, like we were talking about the president. Like, I couldn't be the president if, if yeah. I wanted to just because I put my, you know, because exactly. there's a certain amount of rules, but, like, living within those rules are just things that have gone on where, like, you mm-hmm. can't just go get a job and expect that someone with 40 years of experience, you you, you want it now. Like, right. you can't expect certain things like that, but. But to, to live your life at least with that type of mindset, I yeah. feel like you're going to experience more, encounter more, and be, pl- be placed in positions more often mm-hmm. um, because when the things that we believe we live as if that stuff is true so we we really really we really will limit ourselves and 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 disqualify ourselves from stuff that sometimes I think the Lord is not disqualifying us for yeah. I have a friend that pastors a church in Medford and he's like 70 years old and he's been doing it for like a long time and he but but man when I go up there he is like he is like Jen, I had this encounter with the Lord last <laughs> week, and he's like telling me, like I was I was laying, and he or he'll yeah. he'll just start going into this encounter. I'm just like, Chris, lay hands on me. I want I want some <laughs> <Right> of that <laughs> impartation. Let's do it. And he's like, yeah. And he prays for me, and I'm just like, oh, I just feel like the fresh wind of yeah. of of what God's doing in his life. Like I feel like I really feel like that, and I'm just like, man, I'm so glad that that he doesn't believe that he shouldn't be a pastor at 70 years old. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's honestly something that that qualifies him as a pastor is that he's still hearing fresh things from yeah. the Lord. He's still receiving fresh revelation. He's still re- receiving fresh, just like, just having fresh stuff be blown onto his ministry. Like, I just love that. It, it makes me happy. And he has a ton of younger people on his team, so yeah. it's really cool because he he, he's kind of like me. He's like, I don't need to know how to do the Facebooks or, <laughs> or get the that things online. I don't, need to, I don't need to know any of that stuff because i got people to do that for me. What I need to do is focus on what you you're, know, spending what time you're with the Lord yeah. and, and focus on my messages, focus on just pastoring people, <laughs> being there for people, yeah. caring for people, helping people believe that you know stop believing the lies that they believe that they believe in their lives because they really we really will live as if it's true if we truly really believe it so we yeah. have to be careful what we write on our hearts is our true beliefs we have to be very careful of that because it can quickly turn destructive yeah <laughs> you know when which you... that's the intention of the enemy that's why he puts lies in our hearts because he wants for us to believe it yeah and I don't think we realize how powerful our word or our our beliefs. Our are. beliefs are because mm-hmm. just something as simple as of as I don't like I can't I couldn't do that job because I don't think I'm old enough or qualified enough or too old or someone's gonna think someone's gonna come in who's younger and just take it from me, mm-hmm. not not in a mad mad way but like in a way that's like I, I shouldn't even try, mm-hmm. and that can quickly become that can quickly become like paralyzing, yeah. <laughs> fast because then. The next thing you know, you're saying about because you're living in an invisible prison. Yeah, that in, no in one your knows. Own mind. Yeah, and it's you being tormented basically by. By the, what you've what you've written over yourself, mm-hmm. uh, not not intentionally, but like, recognizing taking hold of that is, it's a hard thing, but like oh, it's so important to, to try and get a hold of that and, mm-hmm. it's all it's like a mind it's some weird mind thing that we all do. And mm-hmm. we have to be so careful about it. I know I do it all the time to myself about things. And I find myself, I'm like, hold up, wait a second. <laughs> Step back. <laughs> I've, I've even stopped saying I don't have time for stuff. I'm just like, I've chosen not to prioritize that in my life right yes. now this time. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> She's fancy. <laughs> well, I do have time because I spent an hour and a half on TikTok yesterday. Yeah, so. there you go. Well, I mean, you sleep for <laughs> however many hours. You do have physically, you could make time. But like, right. I... Yeah, the time thing is super. I'm sometimes really bad at it, but I'm I'm determined in this spring summer season that mm-hmm. I'm gonna get better at this because there's things that I want to do like kayaking that I could totally put something else in the place. I could take a shift. I could do something else, you know, and 
catch up on whatever. But no, it's like, no, we're, this is what I want to do. We're going to have fun. And mm-hmm. I have to make time to do stuff like that because... Prioritizing uh, fun in our lives is so important. Yeah. We just we were just talking about like, man, even though we just paddled 20 miles, like remember I was talking about burnout and yeah. that book and about how it's talking about exercise and spending time with friends and doing art, doing art or some, yeah. or some sort of artistic yeah. expression. Um, just like all these different things that are good for managing the stress in our lives. And like we both got back from paddling and we were just like, I feel so just relaxed. Yeah. I, we just felt like, I don't know, like on top of the world just felt so... We're like, hey, let's, What's let's that? do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we don't want to see people disqualifying themselves from no. stuff that either either because of your own beliefs or because you of what you think other people are going to say about you because mm-hmm. we don't care about either one of those things. I literally have had people, like, I kind of got a little bit of confidence in my 20s and was like, I'm going to wear dresses. And there were people that were just like, oh, I love, I love how you could rock a dress. No, I, I could never do that. And, and I, you're like, Hold and I on. remember just being like, mm, you can if you want to. I mean, it's okay if you, if you have chosen not to. That's totally fine. That's, but, yeah. but don't say. And this was even before I started walking, walking with the Lord again. It's like, yeah, don't say that you can't because you totally can. You just don't want to, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know. And when I cut my hair short, I, was like, I love your hair. You know, I, I, I can never rock that. I'm like, oh yeah, you can because you wear a ponytail every single day of your life. Oh, my face is too round, or blah blah blah. Yeah. We, we see your whole entire face when you're wearing a ponytail. Your whole entire head is back. Yeah. So, or not your whole entire head, but all of your hair is back. So we see your whole face. We know what it looks like. <laughs> Like, if you want to cut yourself a little pixie cut, like, go for it, man. You'd it's these little it. things that we, we don't even recognize. Oh, I can't and we do say makeup. That, oh, yeah, or any, I, whatever, whatever. I, I don't know what I would say, but, like, you know, I just. Boys probably, I don't even know what boys say, because girls probably, I feel like women beat themselves up a little bit more than men do. I would say so, maybe, because I don't, I don't. Even though it's really annoying when we do it. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really know a whole lot. That I would like, I, I I do it more in like a career or like a, mm-hmm. you know, something that I'm I'm working towards. Other than my not so much my appearance or something like that, mm-hmm. I, I would do it more like oh that I could never do that job. Like I could never run a marathon. Yeah, or something, really? or I could never. Yeah, you could. You could run a marathon. A, a sport or something like that. I could yeah. never do soccer. I'm I'm just not coordinated with it. It's mm-hmm. like well, should, have you tried it? No. I mean, I play drums pretty terribly, so, but I still play them. There you go. You'll get better I never every time. Said, I never said I would be good. <laughs> I said I'll play the drums. I will play some soccer. Someone will have to tell me the rules, though, because I don't know. That's I'm... the thing. There's always a whistle and something, and it's, it's not good, so that's why I play with the first thing. And in football, graders. there's, like, a flag, yeah, and everyone's fo- like, oh, there's a flag. Everyone just stops, and there's a flag, and you're like, what is that? Yeah. I'm about baseball, and I'm about basketball. I love basketball. Because I understand the rules. Football, yeah. I'm lost the entire time. The first time I went to roller derby, oh, I love roller derby. It is so fun, and the fans are the coolest people on the planet. I've never been, but okay. hockey. Sounds kind of like hockey. Maybe, but I was like, I have no idea what's going. These girls are going around and around and around, and they're snatching things off of each other's heads and putting and it on rough. someone else's head and, like, slinging little girls through <laughs> holes and, like, jamming on each other. I, that's probably not even a word, but I, it's a, I'm using it wrong. They're blocking each other. They're just, they're just mm-hmm. slamming each other all over the place, but it is so cool. It is so fun. And everyone, like, I don't know, it's just really fun. Everyone's, like, really into it and, like... Yeah, roller derby is cool. It's fun. Go to a sporting event if you want to get, like, an up. Find somebody else that knows, because I I went with my friend Nicole, and she had to explain every single thing that happened. And I still don't remember. But it was, like, four years ago, so I feel like that's okay. You'll go back, and you'll be right into it, and you'll be like, oh, (laughs) yeah, 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 there's that. Okay, so that's my first one. How old is too old to play roller derby? Well, probably there's a physical um, point where you shouldn't be on roller skates. Maybe not an age then? Maybe a more like, I feel like if I fell, I would break a lot and I wouldn't recover from it. Like if you don't have insurance and you're afraid you're going to break a hip? Maybe. That's probably the threshold right there. <laughs> if you have a hard time, if, if you fear getting out, like getting out of your car or something like that because you're going to fall, maybe don't do roller derby. <laughs> But if you're a go-getter, hey, oh, get out huh. there on some roller skates. So you could be 95 years old and there's you, like a 90-year-old crossfitter. If you feel like it, go for it. I feel like if you're a 90-year-old crossfitter, you could probably be a jammer. Well, Jack LaLanne, I was telling you and Rod this the other day, Jack LaLanne 
he's the he ha, my mom has a juicer that she juices from of his. I think he's passed away now. Is that where you got your nasty celery juice this morning? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Tara. Celery juice. Celery. Do it. Anyways. Tell us why though. We don't get it. Actually, you know, too many bunny bunny trails. Anyways, on top of bunny trails. Jack Lalane. He was. I think he was in his either hot, like late sixties or early seventies, mm -hmm. and he pulled a boat across the bay in San Francisco, like where Alcatraz is, with his teeth. Like swimming? Yes. Oh, and he was how old? He was in his later 60s, early 70s, okay, somewhere around there. was it like a barge or like a kayak? No, 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 it wasn't like a kayak, it was like a boat. Like I wanna say like a tugboat. I don't know the exact thing, someone could fact check yacht? that on me. It wasn't like a big old Titanic. But it was like, it was like, and that water is freezing. Like we live, that's it's Northern quite, California. That's not warm. It's quite chilly. Yeah. And there's sharks and all that. But he had set his mind to it. He was going to do it. And he was like the pinnacle of health. And so he did it. I don't know. It was kayaking in the bay. That's what, that's what Suey was talking about. Oh. Was like, oh, I can never kayak in the bay. I was like, mm, yeah, you could. I mean. Can you? You don't have to. I don't know. Can you? I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's, it's a lot of mind. Like, it's a lot of mind stuff that you have to... Mm -hmm. If you're telling yourself I can't do it, then by golly, you're probably not going to do it. Probably not. <laughs> but Who was it that said that whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right? Whether you believe you can or you can't? Mm-hmm. 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 Because you're making it up on your own. Mm-hmm. But I don't so, know. So how old is too old to be a teacher? Oh, any age. Any age is too old? Any age is good, I oh. mean. Because... Okay, I'm only 22, and I don't know anything about teaching a class, like a school class. And, like, because some of these teachers have been teachers for 40-something years. I've got nothing on that. Like, I don't know how to deal with a kid who doesn't, you know, who's won't listen. <laughs> I just say, sit down. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I've learned so much. And I feel like that's also part of the process is being willing to learn. Heck yeah. Because no matter how old or how young you are, if you are willing to learn in the thing you're going for, you're going to be a million light years ahead of people who just are doing it for to do it, you know? Okay. So I would say... So again, age doesn't have something to do with it. It's mindset and attitude? I think so. Oh man, I'm sensing the theme here. <laughs> I wonder why it's 35 to be the president though. Probably because you have to be a politician for a certain amount of years or you something, I don't know, pay taxes. I don't know. I mean, you pay taxes when you're 16 years old. I don't know. IDK either. But they have the rule. We follow it. I don't know. But we always have older people. When can we get a younger president? I'm down for a younger president. Would you vote for a president that was literally 35 years old? I would vote for a president who was... Yeah, that's, I would totally That's the youngest vote. it can be, so you I, can't say 29. Okay, I was going to be like in 20s. But I would I would totally... There's so many people that would not vote for a president if they were only 35. But I would. If I liked their stuff, like if I liked their policies and I liked their... Uh, who they are as a person, <laughs> I guess that maybe is a stupid thing to vote on someone, but I feel like it matters. Hmm. Because if if they're about the things you're about, then they're going to they're gonna run with what you care for, you know? So Joe Biden is 78 years old. That's more than double mm -hmm. how old you have to be to become the president. He is, I think, our oldest president. Yeah. He, I don't so know. So by the time he finishes his first term, he's going to be 82. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That is really crazy. But hey, if he's out there doing it yeah. and getting stuff done and loving it, go for it. Be the president of the United States. At 80 years old. I guess he's gonna. I, I don't if see... If he's alive. I don't see any problem with it. I don't see any problem with having a mindset, a young mindset, and being like, no, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, entrepreneurs and a lot of people, you always hear those stories of people who are like, I was this for 50 years of my life, and then when I was 60-something, I... Or 70, I decided to start my own company, you know? Like, I got a wild hair and I wanted to start my own company and now it's this major thing and we wouldn't we wouldn't know what to do without it, mm -hmm. you know? So, and I love hearing stories like that. And I love hearing stories of, like, I love watching Shark Tank. Where what? they, like, yeah, it's so good. Where they bring, like, little, like, they'll be, like, every once in a while a little kid will have an idea. And it's so cool to see them, like, really be behind a young entrepreneur, like, someone who's 
going after what they believe in and going after what they think is like cool. I don't know. I think that stuff is awesome. Do you like? Do you ever look at the ideas and wish that they were already invented so that you could buy them? Yes. And there's some that I was like, why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, is it because you're an early adopter? I think so. You're like, I'm buying that. I would. I would buy it. I'd be like, oh, this is why we need this. I don't know. I love wasn't it. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, like. Colonel Sanders that founded KFC mm -hmm. when he was like pretty old. I think so. Yeah. He was he was older. There's people that invent all kinds of found all kinds of things when they were older. So again, what did you say? Mindset. He was 65. Yeah. When see? he started KFC, he's like everyone else is like I'm gonna retire and start collecting like, social done. security, and he's like I'm gonna start a international chicken chain. Yeah. Maybe he didn't say that, but I bet he did. <laughs> Uh, when I was thinking, uh, when I was thinking about all of, like all this topic, I was thinking of like, okay, what are some things that I've been involved in where I would be like, oh, typically it'd be this age of people that would be doing this. I was thinking about BSSM. Typically, the age is like twenties to thirties, somewhere in there, because everything about that school—it's a year out of your life or three years, depending on where you what you do—and like you have to move to Reading. You're, you know, you're gonna have to find a new job. All this stuff. You can't if you're older. You can't always pick up your family and move them. Yeah. It just kind of depends on where you're at in life. And some people do, and it's amazing to see, like... But when they do, a lot of times it's the whole family that goes through. It's the and entire And I think that family. is so cool. Yeah, I love it. I was with a girl who, it was her, her sister, her mom, and her dad. Uh -huh. And they were all older. Like, they were all, like, t later 20, like, the two daughters were later 20s, and the parents were a little older. And I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Like, the whole church family. Yeah. Like, let's it's go like, do let's it. Let's go. But I was thinking there was a couple people, I remember they had... The youngest person stand up, and they were like seven, just seventeen, something like oh, that. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. And then they were from Reading, so they were still live with their parents, yeah. which was kind of cool. And then the oldest person, I want to say he was in his eighties, mm -hmm. and he, him and his wife went together, Aww, and they were in first year so at school, and they were like, I remember Bill or uh, Chris uh, Valentin had them stand up, and he's like, "Go over to them. If you can find them, go talk to them. Mm -hmm. If it, everyone in this room." To go find them wherever they are sit them down see what they have learned and so and then in return give it to them give it back to them like let them know what you've learned mm -hmm. in this journey that you're on because he's like i guarantee you're going to get something out of them and they're going to give like you'll give something to them because that's what they're here for is to like give away and like receive and it was so cool i loved finding them in worship mm -hmm. and just seeing this little this older man and he always wore this like fishing hat <laughs> And like he wore this like it was, he was this like puffy oh coat, my gosh, and he would cute. just sit there, and he would just stand there, and his eyes would be closed, and he would just be worshiping, and like every all the kids would be like the kids, all the, everyone would be like dancing and jumping around, and like it's psycho in there, mm -hmm. you know. There's a thousand students all of a sudden, and they would be all just jumping around, having so fun, and he would just be you know standing there, you know bobbing his little head like Jesus, and I was like that is awesome that he is here doing this mm -hmm. like he heard god he's out doing it and he didn't care that it's geared for 20 to 30 he year didn't olds. disqualify himself no and him of his, his no. age and it was so good i i would love to talk with them and see what they got out of that year mm -hmm. super cool i wonder if they went back to where they lived before or if they like went i don't know new. or if i don't know if they did second year or what i don't know you didn't do second year no are you ever gonna I don't know. I've thought about it. I've, I know the decision I made was right to come back, Heck yeah. because I remember sitting in worship one day and um, I was writing in my journal and was just kind of like coming to the end of the year, because Bill and Chris Valentin were always like, you know, if the come do second year because you'll get so you'll get a ton out of second year. I thought first year was good. Second year will be like because everything you've learned just rolls over because it's just right away into the second year. Yeah. And I was gonna do second year and then I was in worship and I was like, do you want me to do second year? Like, what should I do? And I just remember him saying, I just really remember him like telling me, not like a loud voice or anything, just like a more of like a whisper, just like, go back home. You don't need, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking you to do second year this time. And so I was like, okay, I know in my head that's what I'm doing and I'm not really going to turn back. And I, I was excited to go back because I kind of wanted to come back home and, you, like, mm -hmm. and I was kind of ready for it. But, you, you've um, been gone for a few, uh, a few like years three year, by three then. Three years, yeah. Um, I actually wanted to, like I thought, I was reading through my journal last night and I was, 
I wanted to read something I wrote because I think it fits so perfectly with what today. So I was looking at my journal last night and I was, um, I'm so happy I date everything. So then I could look back. I date everything and I write where I was at. I and date stuff in my Bible. You do? Mm -hmm. Like where you, when you Like if I it? write like a little note in my Bible yeah. next to a verse or something, I date it. I think I like that. Cause then I can, it brings me, like I was saying, it brings me right back to where I was. Yeah. I was reading this little thing I wrote just, it was at church one Sunday in uh, Wyoming, and it was actually a couple, it was on 4 7 so April 7th, 2019. Oh, wow. And I was in Wyoming, and I was at, uh, we were having church, and I remember I sat in the back, and I, I got my journal out, and I was like, I feel like he's saying something, and I don't know what he's saying, but I need to write it. Mm -hmm. And this was when I had no intentions of going to Reading, moving to Reading. Right. Nothing. Like, I had never even thought about it. Um, and I wrote down... Basically, I was like, for some reason, I see someone in my family moving to Reading. And then I wrote, they can't be scared, though. And I said, it's going to be scary. It's not going to sound real, but it's going to, it's going to be 100%. It's going to have to be 100%, yes, God, I will do this. Because it's going to have to be a 100% God telling me or someone to do this. I didn't realize it was for me. Mm -hmm. And I said, I have no idea why this is sticking in my mind. I couldn't get out of my head all night long. Um, but I just can't wait to see who it is. <gasps> and then I kept I reading it. I said, and then I go, I see so this person or people attending some type of school and reading. And then I wrote, I think it's called BSSM. I'm not sure though. And then I just, I kept writing, like, it's going to be something major, all these words that he was just saying to me. And then and at the very end, I said, it will happen fast, so quick, it will feel like overnight, but it will hunt, but, and everything will 100% fall into place. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I, and then I went, last night I was like, how many, how long until I moved? And I was living through my journal and it goes. When did you come home? Because I remember sitting down and having coffee with you, and I had absolutely no idea. I hadn't talked to you probably in a really long time. And I was like, are you going to go to BSSM? And you're like, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I think it, but I think it was like it was really less, soon it after was, that. So I have that one on 4 7 and then I have another journal on my first week in Reading, and it says August 29th, 2019. Uh-huh. That was my first one. I said I, I wrote down that I, I got to Reading. So I moved. It has to have been within weeks of that. Literally happening. a couple of weeks, maybe maybe a month the most that I decided. I didn't decide. I was I felt like I was told mm -hmm. to go and move. What and month What month did Jim have his accident? Because that's when we. May. Okay, so it was it, it was, was May or June then. Yeah, it was when, right around there. It was it was right at that time talk, when I came because I came home for yeah. a bit. Uh, but I was like, that is wild because I had no intentions of that. I really, I was still younger. I didn't feel qualified to move again and leave my job in Red and uh, Wyoming. Yeah. And that I literally was a dream job and a dream place to live with dream friends and a boss and all this amazing stuff. Like I didn't have any intentions of moving. Right. And I didn't feel like I could, but when he says it, he qualifies you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's so cool to see. And I was reading that and I was like, oh my gosh, I love, 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 love reading, like seeing this stuff because it, it just reminds me that I can feel disqualified all I want. And I could feel like that would never happen. I had just signed my lease to my house for a whole nother year, mm -hmm. like literally maybe a couple weeks before that. Oh, wow. And my landlord was pretty strict. Like he, and I remember I go, I wrote my, another book when I decided I was going to go to Reading and then I applied and got accepted like a few days later. Like it happened so fast. I was like, okay, I have a list of things I got to do. I got to, you know, tell my boss. I got to, you know, uh, figure out rent because I don't have any way to pay myself out of my contract right. with my landlord or my lease. And I literally talked to him. I said, Hey, I'm thinking about going to this school in California and, uh, it will mean that I'm leaving here in like a month. And he's like, oh, what school is it? And I said, oh, it's called Bethel School. And he was like, oh, is that that church in Reading? And I was like, yeah, it is. And he's like, 
oh, dude, you have got to go there. And he was like, don't worry, I'll find someone. He basically told me, don't worry about my lease. I'll, I can, you can break it. I'll find someone else to take over. That's amazing. And he didn't penalize me. I got, he gave me back my entire deposit. Wow. Everything. Like, and everything. Like, my car, it started to break down. And you poured anoint, anointing oil on it. <laughs> said, fix yourself. She fixed herself. Got me to Reading. And then some. And, like, I don't know. So it just reminds me that even though you can feel disqualified, again, once he says it, you're automatically disqual- you're automatically qualified. Yeah. Whether any whether it makes and sense we, or and not. And we want to be make, living lives where he's writing our stories and that we're not living out the stories that we write in our heads. Yeah. Because sometimes the stuff that we come up with is weird. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sometimes the stuff that he comes up with is it's weird. It's scary. Yeah. That, that, that's why I think I, I always say I've said I've said this in church. I don't always say it, but I've said it in church quite a few times that it is a crazy adventure to follow him, but it's the safest place you can be. Like uh-huh. he's crazy. He's he's just insane. He yeah. does crazy <laughs> stuff. Like I just I'm constantly blown away by by the way that he operates and the way that he does it's, stuff. It's crazy. So like the adventurous person. Like, he's got you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The person who is, like, just wants to be safe, he's got you, too. Yeah. He's, but I just, I really want to make sure, I really want people to not be disqualifying themselves from stuff that he is not disqualifying you from. I, yeah. I've i known people that have walked in such faith with him. Like, I had a, I had a, I know a guy that has, he had, like, four kids, and then he went and got a vasectomy. And then, and after that happened, the Lord was like, I didn't tell you to do that. He had to go back and get his vasectomy reversed, and they ended up having another kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, there are people that are, like, sold out, like, straight up, like, I I would think that somebody would be able to make their own decision, like, hey, this is how many kids I want to have, so this is what we're doing. But if you forget to check with him and you walk with him, he will tell you Uh (laughs) if, if that's not if that's not where he wants you yeah. and that type of thing. But it's, it's just crazy. cool that he also will just, he'll walk with you too, like through all that, you know? With everything. That's the craziest part about it. It's like, he could have chosen to say no, mm-hmm. and he still would have walked with him and walked alongside of him and been like, okay, heck yeah, let's go down this way now. It's going to be different than what I originally had planned, mm-hmm. but we'll figure it out. Because <laughs> I feel like he has a plan and a purpose for us. Yeah. And he has a, and... Chris Valentin says this, because people are always saying, you know, God has a plan and I need to make sure that I'm staying within the plan. And Chris Valentin always says, hey, he has a purpose and he has a million ways to get you there. Yeah, that's how I feel. And I love that because it feels, it's so freeing. It's so, it's not so wide yeah. open yeah. to be able to follow him and just, in some ways, yeah, you, you I mean, we have to engage. We have to, For sure. we can't just be like, oh, if he wants me to have that job, then he'll, he'll do it. He'll give it to me. No, you got to get out there and you got to apply for that job. If you want yeah. a promotion, you got to go study and take that test. Like, if you want to run a marathon, he's not just going to have you run a marathon without you training. Like, get out there and train. You know, yeah. we got to engage. It's got to be both. But it's so much nicer to hear, even when he calls you to crazy stuff, if you hear that he, is calling you to do it, it's so much easier to commit stuff because you know that he called you mm-hmm. and you know that he's going to set it up as you just get to go along, not for the ride, but like just go knowing. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I felt like with mine, I was like, well, he told me to do it. So that's my excuse. <laughs> I don't really have to explain much more than that. I don't know what I'm doing. He does, I guess. I don't know. He hasn't given me the email yet, the itinerary, but that would be nice. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like following the Lord is like that um, that part in Indiana Jones where like he's going across the bridge like with the dust and like there's the dust that's falling on like the next step. So that's oh. what, he has no idea how he's many like, steps or mm-hmm. when, if there's ever going to be some steps that just never pop up mm-hmm. or whatever, but they disappear behind and they appear ahead and it's. That's a little bit like what following the Lord is like <laughs> if you're if you're kind of it's like glory dust. You got to follow it. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, goodness. (laughs) But, yeah. So how old is too old? Do you have any? I don't have, I I mean, I don't. No. No. Okay. How old is too old? So it doesn't have anything to do with age, just basically what we're kind of. Basically what we're around about way, what the whole thing is, is no. 
<laughs> so we want you guys to look at your lives and see if there are things that you've disqualified yourself for. You think that you're done. You think that mm-hmm. he's. You think that you've missed your boat. You think that. Um, you thought you were supposed to do something, but you haven't done it yet, or maybe you forgot. Mm-hmm. Just ask him. Like you said, that per- going with the per- no, God has a purpose, and a million different plans to get you there. A million different ways to get you. So there. just because you think you might have missed one of them, guess what? There's another. Way. There's another path. Yeah, girl. And it will it will get you get you right where he needs you. Mm-hmm. So, don't, yeah, don't disqualify yourself, please. I hope you enjoyed yeah. our Ramble Town episode about this. But hey, I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. Sometimes sometimes people say, no, I can't do this, I can't do that. It becomes a, a little bit too much chicken, and mm. we don't, we're just not about that life. Yeah. So if you hear us saying, like, well, if you believe you can or you can't, you're right, and you just feel free to smack us or something. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's All right. Funny, though. We love you guys. Let us know how the traffic noise was on this yeah. one. Because I tuned it out, so. <laughs> it was great. It's soothing. <laughs> Go to roller derby if if it ever starts up yeah. again. Go kayaking. Go kayaking. It's springtime Let's in Humboldt go. County. It is so beautiful. Go get on a trail. Wherever you're at, do something outside this week. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. You'll like it. Even if you think you can't hike, you can. Post a picture on Instagram and tag us in it oh, of what yeah. you're doing this week. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, I want right. to see it. I want to see your pictures. Because we will comment, we will find it, we'll reshare it, we'll do the whole nine yards. Okay, we love you guys so much. Nah, we can't wait listening. to see. Tana, what are we listening to? 95, 95 Bellevue. Bellevue.